How important is it for Desmond Ritter in the locker room for the Falcons to get on a win on Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals? I'll be talking about that with Jarvis Davis of the Locked On Sports Atlanta podcast. And he's also going to get up on the pulpit and preach about the importance of improving the Falcons pass rush this offseason all on today's Locked On Falcons. You are Locked On Falcons, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, guys, you know me. I'm Aaron Freeman. Been covering the Falcons for many years, formerly at Falcons.com, RIP. However... Still going strong on this illustrious Locked On Falcons podcast. Guys, it's all part of the Locked On Sports Atlanta podcast family. And today's episode of Locked On Falcons is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. And guys, make sure you make Locked On Falcons your first listen each and every day. Of course, it's free and available Monday through Friday on a variety of podcast platforms, including Apple, Odyssey, Google, Spotify, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Also, make sure you download the Locked On Sports Atlanta app on your Roku and Amazon Fire TV so that you can check out all the Locked On Sports Atlanta shows like Locked On Falcons, Locked On Hawks, Locked On Bulldogs, and so much more. So, guys, we will be joined today by Jarvis Davis of the ATL Day Ones podcast. We're going to talk about keys to victory for Week 17 against the Arizona Cardinals, talk about whether or not this is a must-win for Desmond Ritter and his status moving forward, and we'll talk a little bit about the offseason, the need for the Falcons to build up those trenches, particularly on that defensive line and that pass rush all on today's episode. So without further ado, let's jump into that conversation right now with Jarvis Davis with the ATL Day Ones podcast, part of the Locked On Sports Atlanta podcast family, your team every day. Hey guys, I'm back with another illustrious guest, none other than Jarvis Davis, one half of the ATL Day Ones podcast, part of the Locked On Sports Atlanta podcast family, which of course you can find on all the same podcast platforms that you're currently listening or watching Locked On Falcons, including on Roku and Amazon Fire TV. Download that Locked On Sports Atlanta app for that. But Jarvis is with us here, as usual, to talk a little bit about this upcoming matchup between the Falcons and Arizona Cardinals, two teams that seasons did not quite go the way that they wanted them to go. But there's still a lot to play for at least from the Falcons' perspective. Can't speak to the Cardinals. Go check out Locked on Cardinals uh, for that perspective on what's left for them. But Jarvis, when we look at this game, you know, a a lot is sort of surrounding the Falcons' quarterback situation. And I'm just curious from your perspective, you know, what is it that the Falcons are are looking for in this last matchup? I think – I think at the end, at the bottom, the bottom line for I think this what Arthur Smith is looking for is that they want to get a dub, like they want to get a win, at the end of the day because that's you know you you have Grady Jarrett coming out for example at the end of the game talking about same crap different year and you know, all that stuff. So it I think for a locker room sake, for culture sake, for now I've never been a person to think that you can gain momentum going into the next season by winning games, but I think just from a belief 
system standpoint, uh, for people to kind of buy in going forward for Arthur Smith and Terry Fondo, they need to get a, they need to get a win. And, and I think that that's the thing that Arthur Smith is going to be looking for. But as far as you know, because you need it, right? You, you're going against a team in the Arizona Cardinals whose pass defense is not good. Uh, defense is not good potentially, and they have good, some good players on there that you have to watch out for and account for, but. Overall, as a unit, this, de this defense hasn't been good. So I think that I think the Falcons are going to be looking offensively, going to be looking forward to try to take advantage of some of those things, the uh, shortcomings that the um, Arizona Cardinals defense presents. Yeah, definitely. And you talk about you know momentum and buy-in and culture and all that stuff that winning helps. You know, it, it kind of helps you kind of buy into the idea that maybe Desmond Ritter's the Falcons. Starting quarterback, it, it feels a lot different. You know, again, I say it, it doesn't sound that much different, but like 0 and 4 feels a lot different than 1 and 3 at the end of the season or possibly 2 and 2, you know, Tom Brady and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 1 and 3. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Look, yes. Look. yes. That's a good. If way they win this it. week, we will be a lot more optimistic that they can possibly win next week. If they don't win this week, it's like, okay, like, what's, what are we doing here? But, um, yeah, you know, like, yes. I'm curious for your perspective. Do you feel like this is, you know, I, I called it a make break game for Desmond Ritter on yesterday's episode? Um, do you feel like, you know, must win, whatever term you want to, how, how would you feel this game is for Desmond Ritter and his status moving forward? How important is this game? I think for Desmond, I think just to put some some proof on paper, right? Because, you know, we talked about the development, you know, from game one to game two that we saw. We like the way he throws he's able to make on third and fourth down, which is very critical to, you know, the evaluation of a quarterback as to what he can do in critical situations. We've seen him convert those things. You know, now whether or not the guy can hold on, the other guy on the receiving end can hold on to the football, that's a whole other conversation. You know, we'll get to that at some point, I'm sure. Or not on this episode, but, you know, we got plenty of offseason to talk about that. But yeah. yeah, we got a lot of offseason to talk about that guy. But I think for 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 Desmond though to get a win and to get some confidence, you know, and going to going into that last game of the season, and then this is the first home game. You at the crib, you know, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's the first time you're going to be able to, you know, drive to the stadium and, and and get, you know, get himself together and all that stuff. Go through his routine. You know, he he know what it is. He's like to get ready on the road. Now you're coming home. You're in front of the home stands. How many of them may show up? We don't know. We'll see that. We'll see that on Sunday, and I'll experience that because I'll be there. I'll be in the building. But I think that getting a, getting a win for Desmond, and then also trying to find some continuity or, or, or chemistry with with the other guys outside of Drake London. I think a lot of days are kids because these guys at the end of the day they're playing for jobs, man. And I think that. Putting them guys trying to put some good tape out there. And if it's not for the Falcons, definitely for their next team. Cardero Hodge, you know, Alamazade Kids, Demir Bird. You know, you have all these guys, man, that are vying for jobs. These guys on one-year contracts. So, I think Terry Fontenot's going to have his eye very close as to what's going on. And I think Desmond Ritter is, 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 is vying for a win to, to validate the Falcons picking him in the third round. I mean, because – 
I mean, as much as tunnel vision that these professional athletes have, they understand what's going on. They know the narrative. They know that Falcons fans are 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 are, are uh, chomping at the bit for the Falcons to draft another quarterback in the first round because of wanting them to lose and lose these last two games so they can get potentially get a top five pick. They they understand what's going on. They know what it is. So I think that just from a proof 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 in the pudding t- standpoint. I think Desmond's trying to get get this dub and, and continue to develop as as he goes along as Arthur puts him in certain situations. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more with Jarvis Davis here, talking a little bit of how the Falcons can get that dub uh, with the key to victory as we continue today's Locked on Falcons. And, guys, let's talk a little bit about something important, especially with uh, New Year's Eve coming up. Did you know that that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you don't think law enforcement can tell when you're driving high, you're wrong. Your friends can tell. Your coworkers can tell. Even your parents can tell. Everyone can tell. So what makes you think that law enforcement officers don't know when you're driving high? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time and change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you're not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. And driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI, paid for by NHTSA. So guys, uh, continuing here with Jarvis Davis of the ATL Day Ones podcast, part of the Locked On Sports Atlanta podcast family. Let's talk a little bit about the Falcons' keys to victory, right? What to you is sort of the thing that this team needs to do in order to walk away with a win come Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals? Don't start the game off weird. Like the past two games, you know, we talked about it on the postcast for the past two weeks. Like, what is Arthur Smith doing? Like, get the rock to the man who doggone has been on a hot streak as of late. See if he can break a, a rookie rushing record or something like that. You know, William Andrews has held on to that doggone record for long enough. Get Tyler Adjir to football, man. Like, I know we've been saying – I've been saying that. You've been saying we've talked about that. And as far as getting a, getting a, uh, getting the rock to the person who needs to get the ball, I, mean, I understand Cordell Patterson is a guy that people like uh, for Arthur Smith to get the football to. But, like, we, we, we talking about, you know, making decisions for the future and the short term, long term. I think in the short term and long term, Tyler Edgier is that guy, right? You know what I'm saying? So, and no offense to Cordell Patterson. I love C, love me some CP84, but, hey, man, Tyler Edgier is that dude. And I think that he is the perfect guy by, uh, to run behind this offensive line. And I think they need to get the ball to him early and often. Yeah, I think that's – yeah, we'll, we'll see if we uh... – wait till the seventh play to get Algier the rock, you know, <laughs> what a third yeah. or fourth series yeah, you know, before he know. touches the football. Like, come but, on, man, what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think, I think that needs to change, right? You know, yeah, it, yeah. if come you don't on, do it on the first play, you got to do it on the second play. And, and if you don't do it on the first play, it better be a play action fake to Tyler Algier. Right. Or something you know, like, you throw it. yeah. Or so. they're going to run the football. To 20, they will give it to 25. Oh, yeah. oh, going up top. Oh, Drake London. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, Demi yeah. Bird, somebody. Like, yeah. we better be talking about some oh, 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 or something, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't I, give it to I, him. <laughs> I really think he, he needs to be heavily involved in, in the first couple of plays. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, coming out of, of this. And, you know, I think if the Falcons can get off to a better start, like, because that's kind of the thing these last two weeks on the road. 
against some tough defenses. You you get off to these slow starts offensively, and then by the time you know the offense is starting to warm up, you're down fourteen nothing, right? You know, right. against the right. Saints, that happened like two two series into the game. It took two whole quarters for basically uh, Baltimore to get fourteen nothing, but you got to rev that engine a little bit early. And I do think I agree with you. The the earlier you can get Tyler Algier involved, the or, earlier you can establish the run, all those sorts of things. I think the better this team is going to be. And hopefully at home, you can get that fast start. You're going up against an Arizona team that isn't necessarily known for starting fast this year. I think they're dead last in the NFL in first quarter points this year. Um, yeah. I want to say also like the Falcons were like, there's there's a qualifier there like i can't remember if it was like on the road or at the home but like it was like arizona's 32 in first quarter points the falcons were 31 in first quarter points i can't remember exactly what the qualifier was but like we we need to kind of reverse that trend and you know i'm hoping that's a good start man yeah i'm hoping that even if the falcons do get off to another slow start this is the week it won't burn them because they're facing arizona and hopefully you're not seeing them fall into a 14 nothing hole to colt mccoy uh, and this Arizona Cardinals uh, team. And and so, therefore, once that engine starts to rev, hopefully with Tyler Algier, hopefully with Desmond Ritter, Drake London, Alameda Zacchaeus, you know, throw in Kadero Hodge. They got Jared Bernhardt coming back, you know, feel the burn, all that stuff. Feel the burn, baby. It's coming. <laughs> Get, uh, they need Hope all the end up like Bernie Sanders and his candidacy. Oh, wait a minute. That politics? My bad. Sorry. <laughs> Watch out now. Watch out. <laughs> yes, Jared Bernhardt. Feel the burn. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. they, they got to get something going early and often. I think this is the week where we should see all that stuff come to fruition. But, yeah, I think it starts, you know, tried and true. Feed the ball to Tyler Algier. I mean, please. Please. <laughs> just and, and that's the thing, man. Like, when 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 you, you think about, you know, keeping things simple, right? Like, I'll never forget when I was uh, coming into college as a freshman, uh, defense coordinator, First thing he wrote on the, on a whiteboard was kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. And and and, and it, when you think about it, yeah, it doesn't make sense when you uh, initially. But when you think about it, like just keep it simple. Like don't be stupid. Keep it simple. And and I think that's that's what Arthur Smith wants to do. Now I know he's gonna have the urge to just try to take advantage of that porous pass defense that the Arizona Cardinals put out there. But like get warmed up first. Just just turn around, hand it off. You know, a few times, and, and then you know, see what see what they're see what they're throwing at you. If they start loading up the box, hey, then then you take a chance and, and go up top. And I think that play action that you talked about on first down, that's a good thing to do. Maybe do it on the second series after you've given it to Tyler <laughs> Algeria multiple times. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I don't, I, I, don't I don't have a problem with being, you know, uh, uh, what's the what's the word? Uh, Arthur Smith always uses that uh, obvious. Like, I don't mind him being obvious to start the game off. I don't mind because at the end of the day, you want to get your quarterback comfortable. He's like I said, he's going to be at home. Like, he's going to be at Mercedes Benz Stadium. Like, he's going to get used to playing there. If people don't run him out of town, you know, in 2023, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we only got a couple of days before the new year, so you know, people are already trying to run the men out of town. But I think that you know, if Arthur Smith keeps the, the game plan simple, take it, take it, be able to get um, script some shot plays in there from time to time, and I think that Desmond Ritter should be able to take advantage of him. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, you mentioned 2023 there, Jarvis. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about 
your thoughts on 2023 and sort of you know, talk a little bit about the off season, right? You know, just yeah, get, just yeah, do Falcons gonna have a lot of money to spend, and uh, just Are curious <laughs> if you know where where your head's at and sort okay. of like, um, you know, uh, no B. John Robinson conversations. Yeah. I, I promise <laughs> to the listeners. I think, but I, I think we could put that to bed for now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right, I, yeah but right, I, yeah. you know, I had the name drop him. I had to drop <laughs> the name. So just to remind, he's he's still out there. But like, you know, what what do the Falcons? What are you hoping the Falcons to invest in? We'll get into that to wrap up today's Locked on Falcons. And guys, while there's more to come on today's Locked on Falcons, I first want to tell you about the number one source for all your sports betting needs, info, stats, news, analysis, and now podcasts. And of course, I'm talking about betonline.net, the number one source for all those things. And of course, they're the number one source to get the lines for this upcoming weekend's games. And of course, the Falcons are three and a half point favorites at home against the Arizona Cardinals. So if you want to go check out that action, you can do so at betonline.net. If you want to go check out the action on who's going to be the next Raiders quarterback, uh, Tom Brady is the front runner there. Uh, You can check that out at BetOnline as well as get the odds, trends, and lines for every professional and amateur league out there. You can get it from football to basketball to soccer to esports. All that can be found at betonline.net. So head to the website today. Use your mobile mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. To be honest with you, man, like I've been going back and forth with people who've been in on YouTube comments on, on Locked On Sports Atlanta channel, you know. And they've been, you know, talking about, you know, getting weapons and surrounding Desmond Ritter and drafting quarterbacks, man. At the end of the day, I don't give a damn right now about what Desmond Ritter does for the future. I mean, I can go ahead and say that because here's the thing. Based off the last five years, and I'm using the last five years because that's the last time the Falcons made it to the playoffs. They've been one of the worst teams in rushing the passer in the league. Consistently, you had your defensive coordinator going on a rant about tired of being tired of sucking, right? You know, and for the most part, they still kind of did that this year, but they were better. They showed improvement. You you drafted a guy that already educated that looks like he's gonna maybe possibly be a consistent guy that can get home on third down, maybe potentially. Uh, but I think you need more of those guys. Like, look at the guy that was that was dang near. Dropped the went on a tirade after the end of the game against uh, in in your loss to the Baltimore Ravens and Grady Jarrett. Like he's tired of this crap. Like he's tired of being counted on all the time to make plays up front. Give the man some help. How about Jalen Carter? I put some value on defensive linemen, edge guys, guys who can get home. You're always talking about best player available and all this crap, right? Unicorns and, and basketball players and all that. What has that gotten you? What has that gotten you? What has that, 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 that theory gotten you? Because a lot of times it, it's a different factors that determine what's best player available. I, I wholeheartedly feel you can say best player available all you want. It's all about what you value. You guys are valued pass catchers, and that's it. That's, that's what it looks like to me. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is value the guys on the other side of the ball who can put those doggone quarterbacks down consistently. Value those guys. Put some investment, put some draft capital in those guys. That's what my offseason would look like. Damn all the quarterback. Damn C.J. Stroud and all. Man, I don't give a damn about that. I'm sorry. You know, but it, it, it's just time out for, for sucking. Like, stop sucking and rushing the quarterback. 
Stop. It's time to stop. It's time. It's, it's time to stop sucking rushing the quarterback, man. It, it's, it's getting ridiculous because we watch it each and every Sunday. Oh, the Falcons, can, if they can get to the quarterback. Oh, oh, the Falcons need to look at. You no, know, like we do this every year. Why we got to do this every year? Every year? Come on, man. What's good? Ridiculous. Amen. Amen, Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> Turn to the book of doggone drafty outside edge, chapter three, verse twelve. Draft a damn edge rusher. I, I I agree wholeheartedly. You know, all despite you know, I'm I'm, I'm now I got to talk B. John Robinson and, and and Jordan Addison just just to mess with people because you know me, you know me. Once I, I, I learn, yeah. once I learn it gets go, under your skin, look, it bothers look, you. I'm like, okay, now I got to look. Look, me. Aaron, <laughs> look, Jordan Addison is coming. It's going to be a Falcon in 2023. Yeah, I'll put money on that. You know what I'm saying? Like versus draft edge rusher number 35 in the fifth round because that's what's going to happen. Like it happens every year, man. Like this is just what we got to get used to. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Jordan Addison, welcome to Atlanta, man. Come on yeah. down here and get this check. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, no, I agree with you, man. Because, like, look, the, I don't know what's going to happen with the quarterback situation. But it, right. it goes back yeah. to a conversation I was having this summer where, like, in all likelihood, you know, we'll, we'll see how this offseason plays out. But in mm -hmm. all likelihood, you're not going to be able to count on – the Falcons having a top five, top 10 quarterback, whether it's Desmond Ritter, whether it's somebody else at any point in the near future. Right. Like, right. We hope, you know, obviously yeah. the goal is to get there, but like, right. you're yeah. probably not going to have that elite quarterback. And it goes back to something I talked about this summer where it's like, okay, when you look at the teams that have been successful at the highest levels, the teams mm -hmm. that have gone to Super Bowls and been in a position to win Super Bowls when they didn't have a top 10 quarterback. You look at two teams that stand out in the last five years. There's 2017 Eagles, 2019 49ers. Come on. And then you sort of look at those two teams and you go, what did those two teams have that made them special? And you sit there and you go, they had elite pass rushers. And the key to that is like if you if you're gonna have Jimmy Garoppolo, if you're gonna have Nick Foles, if you're gonna have Desmond Ritter, like you cannot expect those guys on a weekly basis to go out there. And and outduel the Patrick Mahomes, the Tom Brady's, you know all those guys. So how do you take that elite quarterback that's lined up all across the field from you on Sundays, on in January, possibly in February, and bring them down to that level? You have to pressure the quarterback. And so, despite all all the trash talk, trolling, whatever you want to call it. With me talking about, you know, the Falcons, uh, they do need help at the skill positions, but you, it is 100% not a priority. At the end of the day, they have to get better on that defensive line. We we, we cannot let Grady Jarrett go. Like, we cannot fail Grady Jarrett in the same ways that people say we failed Matt Ryan, where we did not get him the help that he needs. Like, I don't know how many more years Grady Jarrett's going to be playing with Atlanta. We don't His know. contract is, yeah. I think, after the 2023 season. I think the way it's structured, either that or the following year, they can get out of that contract. He can, you know, whatever. How many more prime years is Grady Jarrett going to have? You look at the Geno Atkins, the Jonathan Babineaux, those types of pass. Jarrell Casey, another one. These these Grady Jarrett type of pass rushers, right? right? They they start to lose a step around 30, 31 or so. Grady's going to be 30 next year. So, like, you're looking at maybe 
one or two more sort of peak years now peak greater years you 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 hope for more but like you don't know how many so it's like to me the biggest priority despite all this b john robinson jordan addison stuff it's got to be if we got one or two more peak years of grady jarrett let's make those the best one or two years of grady jarrett's career because he's going to have some help and i really hope the falcons you know don't get it twisted ladies and gentlemen I really do expect and hope the Falcons will invest heavily into doing that come March and hopefully come April if the right players are there. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm (laughs) jaded. I'm so jaded. Like, I'm so jaded because, I mean, let me say this. I wholeheartedly agree with what you just said, but except for that last part, I don't think they're going to do it because I don't think they value it. They don't value it enough. They don't value it enough. And I think that when you look at, you know, where, where they are, right? You know, they go try to find those, you know, off-the-street guys. I mean, I get that for not necessarily to be starters, like Abdul Anderson of the world, Anthony Rushes. Yeah, I said Anthony. Like, yeah, it's me. I'm talking now. Like, this is not Aaron. This is me. You know, so if you want to come for your boy, I'm on Twitter, at Jarvis D. Knight. <laughs> it's right there, dog. It's right there, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, no offense, but, you know, like you're not a high caliber player. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you have some good qualities. Don't get me wrong. Which you deserve to be in the NFL. But that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for above average to elite guys. Like that have played at a high level on at in the college world, and and, and there are have the certain qualities or the exact qualities that that transition or transfer to the NFL, so you can be a productive NFL player as well. The Falcons have not done that. They have not done that. Abdul Anderson, I'm hard. We talked about it on ATL Day once a day. Like, all right, man, bye-bye. Y'all don't have to worry about re-signing him. You know, you need to go out and go get guys. And, and also, Terry, like, you pro pro personnel scout, right, for the Saints? Yeah. Uh, I need you to exercise those qualities as well and bring in some quality guys, not necessarily guys that you have to have because you have been did a decent job of bringing in bodies. Bring in guys that can be productive as well. Now, I'm not saying go make it rain in free agency. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But I, I think there are there is you are you are going to have funds to go out and go get guys who can be serviceable to you, you know, in free agency in a in a rotational stamp from a rotational standpoint, and you're gonna have a draft capital to be able to invest in guys that can get home and cause quarterback havoc. Because like you said, like you mentioned, like those guys even the playing field as elite. As Patrick Mahomes and you know Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow and all these guys are, and, and, and changing the the way games are being played or, or defended, right? You know the, the the simple simplest way, and when you don't have to go into the coverages and the skies and stuff and all that stuff, it's a dude that just can put his hand in the dirt, and when it's third and long, he can beat the man in front of him and put the quarterback on the ground. That is the simplest way to do it and you know you have organizations that find those guys consistently it just boggles my mind that the Pittsburgh Steelers are able to find edge rushers each and every year man like and you know why Aaron because they value edge rushers and they're able to find guys from the first through the damn sixth to no I'm sorry first through the undrafted, they got they found an undrafted free agent out of Kent State, and James Harrison and said, 
you know what? Let's go bring this guy in. And you guess what? Oh, yeah, defensive MVP, one of the best pass rushers ever to play, put on a black and gold uniform. And that says a lot because you know why? I go back to what I just mentioned. Them mofos know how to draft guys to sack the quarterback. And you know what? It's time for the Falcons to start doing the same damn thing. Because like I said, that's the easiest way if you want to level the playing field. If you don't feel like Desmond Ritter is that guy, an elite guy, go ahead and get somebody that can doggone put him on the ground. I agree with you, Jarvis. So we'll we'll see. All right. Now pass me now, doggone offering plate, guy. <laughs> Y'all super subscribers with super subs. I know you got those super subs, man. You know people love you on YouTube, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead and drop drop your drop a boy a couple coins. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. ain't preaching, man. It ain't even Sunday that. yet. Appreciate that. We gotta we gotta build uh, the new pulpit, but uh, um, yeah, man, I. We'll, we'll, we'll be talking about it. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Like, we'll this is just the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the beginning, Aaron. I promise you. It's gonna, we're going to have these conversations, man. It's going to be a lot of them, man. I think that, you know, with all jokes aside, though, like, this is, I think this is the year because when you think about it, man, like, Arthur Smith, two losing seasons in a row, I think it's going to be a season of urgency. Third year, you got to show and prove. Like, we got, like, all right. You know, you know, Dan, Dan was hired, you know, coming off of, you know, some losing season and everything. Shoot, he went in the second year, went to the Super Bowl in 2016. He was hired in 15, second year. Oh, this is a good hire, uh, Arthur, uh, Arthur Blank. Uh, like we, we understand how you are as a play caller. I, I like Arthur Smith as a play caller. Now it's time, doggo. It's time to get some results, man. Like, and I think this offseason is going to really prove it. Ain't no more excuses about dead cap money. I think it's going to be a sense of urgency in this uh, front office uh, in 2023, for sure. Definitely. We'll see. Um, Jarvis, my friend, I appreciate you joining us and, uh, you know, preaching, I'm sure, to <laughs> the choir. Uh, my bad, you know, dog. With, with, No, no, that's fine, hey, man. Going, like, to go, going to church, bro. Look, look, you know, <laughs> I, I, I needed to have you come on and say these things because people have given me a lot of flack for not saying these things. The last, and I just sort of assumed that, like, oh, yeah, everybody knows like the Falcons need to, to upgrade their pass rush. You don't need me to nah, come No, they want Falcons. Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. They want to get cute. Like, man, being cute, man. I'm trying to win some games, dog. Y'all don't want to win? So I have you come on the on the pod and you say the things that the people want to hear. So we got to give the people what they want. And you delivered, my friend. So uh, let the people know what is coming for them. uh, You know, as we wrap up 2022 overall at the um, Locked On Sports Atlanta uh, podcast feed. No doubt, man. Well, tomorrow we had a very, very special guest on ATL Day One's Randy McMichael, former Georgia Bulldog. They probably cussed me for saying that. Damn good dog, Randy McMichael's going to join the show tomorrow with Tanitra and I to preview uh, Georgia versus Ohio State. And he's going to talk some Falcons as well. You know I, you know the questions I have for him. I already got a script in my, in my head about what's going down for the Falcons against the Arizona Cardinals. So, yeah, he's going to join us. And so, you guys, make sure you check us out on Locked On Sports Atlanta at Locked On ATL on Twitter. And you can follow me at Jarvis D90. There you Anthony go. Rush, don't be trying to slide on my DM, bro. <laughs> okay. I'm about the life, dog. You see, I got the all black on. I'm ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got my black Air Force Ones in the back, dog. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want no smoke, Anthony. I don't want no smoke. <laughs>
I've been working out, dog. So I'm feeling myself, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you noticed. I've been working out. I'm feeling myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling real good, man. You know, I've been I was practicing on the boxing bag the other day, man. I don't know, man. You know, we get to fight it, whatever, dog. I'm 40, man. Like, I'm willing to take an L, man. You know what I'm saying? If I take an L, I take an L, dog. Like, but you gonna feel me though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's gonna do it for us here. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, oh, you know, oh, happy New Year. You know, be safe out there. Uh, yes. All that and more. So, yeah, that'll do it. We'll be back on Sunday for a Locked On Falcons postcast on the Locked On Sports Atlanta YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe, hit that bell so that you know when we go live immediately after that final whistle. And we'll break down this Arizona Cardinals Atlanta Falcons win. We'll see on Sunday. So, guys, really appreciate it. Hope you have a great weekend. Till then.